Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coalition Live, hosted by the producers. We have a great one for you. This is episode two. We have five amazing guests and an amazing co-host. But right before we get into that, we're going to go ahead and get into the plugs. This is a all-coalition-themed plug episode as well as an episode. We're going to start with the Halloween shows. The last week before Halloween... We have some amazing shows, including uh, a sketch show by Trash Bang, another episode of Coalition Live. It'll be a little shorter, but we will still be there and be a part of the Halloween spirit. All concluding in Slasher, one of the best shows ever. So please come out, see that show. There will be fake blood everywhere. It's going to be a great show. Um, Other plugs, we have classes starting Mid-November, late November, check out the website, subscribe on that email chain, and we will make sure that you know as soon as we know when classes are available, and you can get that early bird discount. Uh, Other things, other plugs, we have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Uh, Some nights have more than one show. So many great shows by so many wonderful people. Please come out and see those shows. They are great. Um... Social media, the crutch of any podcast plug section. You can find all the Coalition Theater's social media plugs, hashtags, all that nonsense at RVA Comedy. That's it. That's all you have to do. Just check out RVA Comedy. So many great things. So many great shows just come out and support. We would love, love, love to see you. That's it. That's all we have to do. Those are the plugs. Let's get right into episode two of Coalition Live Founders Part Two. It's a really good one. Let's go. Yes, thank you so much for coming. This is Coalition Live, everybody. Coalition Live is... Yes, it is. This is our live podcast. This is my pride and joy. Thank you so much for coming out. This is the Coalition Theater. Who is here for the first time? Wonderful. Thank you so much for making this your first time. Typically, we do a lot of improv, but today, this is a very special, special, special thing. Um, We're going to go ahead and get some housekeeping things out of the way. We have a bar right over there. Help yourself at any time during the show. Snacks, drinks, we have the whole, the whole nine. Over there we have the bathroom. Hey, for the bathroom, everybody. Oh, my gosh. You can do all kinds of things in there. Feel free. Get on in there. This show, uh, to me, is, is a lot about getting to know some of the performers at this theater. We have a lot of wonderful people here. I have assembled five of those people. And we're going to get to know them a little bit together. Um, it's a very fun time. Um, but now... We get to bring out a special guest, co-host. Everybody, give it up for Matthew Forehand. Get up here. Oh, my gosh. This guy right here. Get, get over here. Look at this. Hey, everybody. Look at this guy. Oh, my gosh. Matthew Forehand. Let, let's have a Look seat. at this crowd tonight. Look at this crowd. Can you hear us in the back? All the way in You the got back. us? Oh, my gosh. What a show. I'm so excited to be on here tonight, Jonathan. Matthew, thank you so much for coming. 
Oh, it's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. This is, we have podcasted way too much together. Uh, not enough in my opinion. You know what? I'm going to try to recall it just from memory because I realize what I wanted to talk to you about is actually on my phone. Um, Ooh, and no phone in your pockets. I don't see it. Yeah, it's, I always take stuff before I go off stage. I always put it back in with the cubbies, but um, my way over here. So I'm like walking. I live over, we li- well, we live together. We're roommates. Um, so I don't know why I'm telling you. We live over by the Carytown Kroger, and uh, <laughs> I'm walking, and I-, I get to a stop sign. Hey, Carytown Kroger, yeah, Woo! yeah. Hey, Kroger. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, let's hear it for Carytown Kroger. Give us money, Kroger. Give yeah. us money. So I'm walking over, and uh, I get to a stop sign. I'm just walking. I'm just trying to get to the bus. And uh, this uh, guy in a convertible is coming from the Carytown Kroger, and he just, like, goes way past the stop sign. And I'm just walking behind his car, and I'm just like, hey, stop sign. Just, you know, non-threateningly. <laughs> and uh, he, we start having a conversation. It's really weird. He's like, I think I stopped. And then he starts peeling off and taking a right. And I just hear him as, he's, as his car's going off in the distance, just here in the strangest way. Ass! <laughs> but in, in like a way that wasn't like he was like trying to be threatening. It was like he was questioning himself in that moment. Like he was like, my God, Ronald, what has gotten into you tonight? Oh, my God. And then uh, I went, I was going to go get on the bus, and then uh, I was looking at the schedule online, and I was like, okay, well, I clearly just missed the bus because I've got half an hour until I can get to the next one. So I was like, I'm just going to go get a beer. Um, so I went down to uh, one of the bars down there and got a beer. And then right as I got my beer... I go and I turn and look towards the front window, and there's the bus that goes by, and I'm like, well, shit. Uh, Wonderful. And then I'm, wa- I'm walking to go get my bike because it's, it's elsewhere in Carytown, and uh, then I found the, the nicest older man I've met in a while. Not to say uh, you know, people aren't nice, but he was walking out of, out of Wheezy's. It was just so, uh, it was so innocent. He was walking out of Wheezy's, him and his, uh, his uh, friend, and... I just waited a moment for him to walk in front of me, and he just turned to me with the kindest eyes and just like, thank you. And I was just like, wow, you can't lose faith in people, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, I, uh, you know, I, so I, so I started, I get on the bus, and then, you know, so I said, yeah, it's going. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and so, and, and, and that's why, you know, I sat down, and, and they come over, and then, so I said, that is why I pay the bus fare. Have you, have you ever had somebody talk to you like that? Because I, I just thought about it earlier today, about how that's like, I don't want to like generalize people. Matthew. But that is how, no, I'm going to, no, this podcast is all about me right now. That is how very smug uh, older white women talk who are like, there's, they, uh, they look like 10 years younger than they are. They're in their 60s, but they look like they're in their like, late 40s. And they are just like, they're so okay with how life has gone for them. It's like, there have been, I was just thinking about it. I was like, in the past year, there are three women who I know, who I see often who talk like that. And they're all awesome. But I was just like, I must have like bad hearing. Because they get to the good parts of their stories. And I'm just like, I can't hear what you're saying. And then, and then they hit like a button word, like and, and taxes. Uh, and then I've uh, Independence Day, 
And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't, so, anyways. But yeah, you're the host, right? Yeah, I thought so. Hey, everybody, I'm Matthew Forehand. I'm Jonathan's uh, roommate. This is a uh, special co-host, Matthew Forehand. So you had a good day then? Did yeah, no, it was the a bus good day. Or did you bike? Uh, no, I, I, I had the bike here, yeah, which I wasn't, I didn't want to do. My back's been messed up recently, but. How, how do you like biking in the city of Richmond, which is where we live? Well, you know, so, you, know so, you, you get on the bike and you just go. You know what I'm saying? You just go. No, I mean it's 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 biking. I don't know. I don't I don't I like biking, like actually doing the activity of it, but I like I got a bad back, so it's like I I don't want to bike. Like I'll be honest, I'm sitting there, I'd rather take the bus, but you can't, you sure, know. Sure. Um, um I feel like everyone wants to know what goes on through your head throughout the normal day if this is what really? you bring to the live podcast stage. What <laughs> Dude, paranoia, I swear. Every time I get, I, li- I work downtown on the ninth floor of a building down there, and every single time I get into the elevator, I'm like, this thing's going to just fall through the shaft, and I'm going to, it's just going to go to, sure. like, that's, that's what goes through my mind. It's just, no, seriously. Constant like, paranoia. Constant paranoia, and then I get in a situation like this, I'm like, ah. Like you're always in a Final Destination movie. No, seriously, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm like, uh, you know, uh, a 9-11 child, but it's just like, I don't know, like everything, like, wait, 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 is that a, is that a thing? Like, Has it's... anybody heard that before? What? <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that well, is a thing, but... Is that when you were a child during 9-11? Is that what that is? Yeah. That's when your mom can say, like, I remember you, I remember it like it was yesterday, it was a beautiful day, and you were reading To Kill a Mockingbird before you got to school... And I just looked up and I thought about your father downtown in DC. Like that's when you're that's when you're a nine eleven kid. Yeah, oh, no, that's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, because I, I just think because then also I grew up in Northern Virginia, and then like only a few years later we had the DC sniper, and so just like yeah, I feel like you know, and then just a little, having, a little more crowd reaction. Okay, all right, well, all right, I'll let this continue. Yeah, DC sniper. <laughs> but yeah, and then also just being around, I think Northern Virginia kids, just being around, uh, just being around like those kind of adults all the time who have to, who have to work in D.C. in that sure. doggy dog world. Yeah. So, I grew up in yeah. southern Utah, so I didn't have to deal with any, anything like that. <laughs> That's a punchline in itself. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Well, Matthew's going to be with us for the whole show. He's going to be on the panel. Uh, let's go ahead and give it up for uh, Matthew Forehand, everybody. All right, we're going to go ahead and bring out our first guest. Keep it going for Matt Newman, everybody. Matt Newman. Here he is. Oh, the handshake. There you go. Hi, hello. Hello, Hi, hello. 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 Go ahead. Get comfortable. Okay. Did you really grow up in southern Utah? I did. I did. Oh, because I went to um, uh, Zion National Park. Ooh. Which is Beautiful. in southern Utah. People who are not from that place call it Zion. It's Zion. Zion? Zion. Say it. You say it. Zion. 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 What was the word before? Because like, it sounded like you said the same two words. Zion. They so, call it Zion. It's Zion. It's, that's the, like that's the same word. That's the Zion, same word. I'm Zion. sorry. On versus Zion. In. Zion. Never mind. You, you're, you're already abusing your panel privileges. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it was uh, amazing. Uh, it's one of the most amazing places I've ever been. It's so funny because people, the first question people ask you when you are from Utah is, oh, are you Mormon? And the first answer is, hell no. 
but like. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Bad boy. He puts punctuation on hell. <laughs> no. Yeah, right? Hell no. Um, but one of the best things about growing up there is it is beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. I grew up in a town that was surrounded by mountains. And I remember when I was 16, I went to Kansas. First time, like, out of that town. And it was like, where are the mountains? It's flat. Mm-hmm. So what, are, you, are you a VA native, too? Are you a native? I am, uh, for the most part, yeah. Um, I'm from Richmond. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ow. yeah. All right. Um, it's a great crowd. I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, wow. Um, I spent a year there. Oh, nice. Oh, in St. Louis? In Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. I don't know where that is. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason it was called Fort Lost in the Woods. That's, that's just true. That's just true. I'm not trying to make a joke. That's what it's called. That sounds like kind of an in-joke. It's kind of an in-joke. Um, you have to grow up there, I guess. Yeah, my, my dad is from a very rural town in Missouri called Stanberry. Uh, population about 1,000. Is your dad Stan? No, my dad is Bruce. Bruce Newman. Bruce Newman. Um, he sounds like a reporter. Uh, he does. He's a chemical engineer. Bruce Newman. <laughs> that alliteration. Bruce Newman. Bruce Newman. That's beautiful. Brew new. Is that alliteration? No. Yeah, is that? <laughs> what do you call is it? Isn't alliteration it's the not, first? But it's not rhyming. First letter. Well, uh, yeah, but isn't, no, isn't alliteration? It's the, whatever, okay. God. So anyway, Matt. You're telling, you're telling <laughs> me. Hey, not one of us was an English major. No. I, no. I, I switched okay. from an English major. Sociology. Okay. All right. I now do HR. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, from there, and then lived in Natchez, Mississippi for, for a little bit. But then we moved here when I was uh, in third grade. So yeah, I'm, I, I consider myself from Richmond, but... If you're like old, old money, um, have you guys heard? Uh, you guys aren't from Richmond, right? Are you guys familiar no. with like the, there's like a Richmond accent? Oh, like old money Richmond accent. Ooh, somebody somebody gets it, so somebody will get this, right? Uh, so there's wait wait um, wait wait wait. Can I hear an impression of it? I try. Um, okay, uh, there's a co- there's only a couple words that I know that sound different. For the most part, it's like this kind of like very um, like. Front porch, Georgia, uh, you know, very, very syrupy, kind of, <coughs> you know, kind of southern accent. But then there's a couple words. One is uh, any day of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, like, it's indie. <laughs> um, and then um, boat. Yeah, boat, 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 my oat, oat. My you know, there's that kind of thing. And then, and then river, like you drop the... But that's kind of a, a southern thing, too. Sure, sure, sure. Take my boat onto the river on Sunday. <laughs> you know? Um, and, yeah, there's a, there, I worked with a guy who it was from Chesterfield um, who had that accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chesterfield. <laughs> well, like All Chester, right. Short Chesterfield yeah, had Chesterfield thing. A Chesterfield, am I right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you got to be careful, man. When you're, this is like in high school. They were like, don't speed on the roads in Chesterfield. Um, <laughs> the cops there, no good, man. Um, 360. What's that? Isn't that? Hmm? What is? It's like Hall Street goes out in the chest. Anyways. I don't know. So anyway, I... Matt. I, was, I grew up in the West End. <laughs> Guys, guess, guess who on this stage is having a baby? Well, none of us. None of us. We're all men. You're going to have a baby soon. It's true. My wife will have a baby. Matt's wife is pregnant. No, come yeah. on, thank you. It's supposed to be the easy button. 
Oh, that's true. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I come fucked, on. I celebrate a little. I'm, I'm okay, sorry. Come on. Okay, so I try and be specific. Like I don't call him, like I've never been for calling myself like my dog's parents. I'm I'm very against like oh oh daddy your dog daddy like. I don't do that shit, man. You don't like, you don't like being called daddy? No, no. Like, oh, it's like, oh, like people would be like, oh, you, your dog, like my dog's coming up asking for like treats or something. It's like, oh, he's like, daddy, give me treats. It's like, I'm not this dog's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think at this point, 2018, I think daddy is just one of those words that we're kind of getting to the point of like, eh, maybe we shouldn't use anymore. Just like the connotation of daddy, dog, daddy. Dog I just daddy. like, I'm like sitting there like, that can't mean anything good. Mm-mm. I think you gotta, mm-hmm. you just gotta be strategic about it. I actually, uh, to add on to that, I, I matched with someone on Tinder whose bio said something like, must love dogs, and then immediately underneath it said, uh, please be into kinks. And I'm like, those are too close. Those are two things that are way too close. You need to give at least one space in between those. That was calculated. Did it say, please be into kinks? P-L-S, be please. into kinks. Be into kinks. Woof. So anyway, you're an expecting father. I am, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's, it's so funny because I, I know you uh, pretty decently for our exposure. And just picture you being a dad. Okay. I feel like you've always kind of been like comedy dad, but to picture you being That's real dad. Okay. You're comedy dad. Well, I mean, I'm, all right. I'll, I'll be alone on this. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. How, how, how are you looking forward to it? What's, what's uh, got you going? It's been crazy, yeah. Um, so it's been a weird... Jesus. Um, <laughs> comedy dad move right yeah, there. Yeah. Total Whoa. comedy dad. <laughs> uh, all of my jokes have gotten worse. Um, <laughs> Just immediately. I'm yeah, pregnant. Oh, weird. no. I'm not funny I don't know, anymore. I don't know how it happened, but um, kids love it. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so we had been trying for a very long time. Mm. Uh, my wife. Well, what felt like a very long time. for. Uh, <laughs> so we, yeah, my dude. Um <laughs> Uh, so we, uh, depending on when you start the clock, uh, had been trying for about five years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, for, so for a while. And there's a couple other people in the theater, like, in and around, like, a, a big enough community of people around a certain age. Just statistically, there will be, um, like, a bunch of people who are trying to have a kid and having, like, it, it's not as easy as they thought it was going to be. Sure. Um, and then there's varying degrees of uh, being public about that. And we were very not uh, outward and public about it. Patrick Gantz, who is in the theater, uh, our um, dean of students, um, uh, which is, uh, oh, <laughs> nobody calls him that, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> let's coin, um, let's coin uh, the phrase here, you guys. Yeah, yeah, was much, much more vocal about it. And, um, you know, that, that made a lot of sense for them. Um, yeah, so for us, this was uh, an IVF cycle that is, like, going okay so far. That's kind of still how I'm thinking about it. Cause sure. Because it's just like a, uh, um, yeah, there's just a lot of, uh, like, years of history of, is anybody, anybody in the crowd going, trying to have a kid and you can't? Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, now I'm just, That's okay. the big reaction. Yeah! Yeah, no, no. Uh, actually, uh, uh, a very uh, common and sensible and re- reaction that I've had too to hearing that somebody else is pregnant is like, "Fuck you." Uh, <laughs> I thought that a few times. Like, uh, and I'd be like, "Oh, we, you know, hey, we're expecting our second kid to be like, oh, cool, go fuck yourself." <laughs> uh, 
uh, no, I'm not showing up to your kid's first birthday party. Are you kidding me? No. No. Um, this would kill in front that of an IBF audience, I swear. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's, uh, you don't kind of expect um, uh, uh, what's, what's going to happen until, until it happens. But um, we, like our very close circle of friends, kind of knew um, uh, for the last several years that this was like, something we were going through and dealing with. But um, yeah, in general, uh, uh, we just kind of took a, a long road around, which although uh, gave us some insight into all of the um, like Gattaca-style uh, science shit that they know about pregnancy and embryos. So we've known since before implantation what the sex of the baby, now fetus, eventual baby, uh, do you, you want to share with the... the uh, it is a, a chromosomally male. Come on! Yes. Come on! It's true. Miracle of life, come it's on! It's true. Um, and uh, yeah, cool. Uh, I, I, I will say <laughs> that the announcement that you did post on Facebook makes a lot more sense knowing the struggle. Because oh, all the needles was, and stuff. It was a lot of needles. It was <laughs> yeah, the onesie yeah, yeah. and needles. And I was like, what does this mean? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are all the um, uh, various injections. Follistim. Follistim is a popular, uh, that's like a, you know, kind of a middle of the road um, uh, intervention. Um, and then we got up to IVF, and so you're doing uh, progesterone and oil, which is this like inch and a half long needle mm -hmm. uh, that uh, every night around the same time you have to do the injection of, and um, it's very difficult to do by yourself. So that was like my job Ooh. for a while was like, and you get used to it. It's it's crazy what you get used to. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, I can't. And I was like, well. Uh, real quick, mm -hmm. uh, not to completely segue off of that totally normal conversation. That's one of those things you say before you do exactly what you're apologizing for. Oh, I don't mean to do this, but I'm, I'm going, going to do, do it this. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is one of your like, favorite moments in comedy? Oh, uh, that I've done? Complete left turn. Okay. Like that I was a part of, or sure. that, that yeah. just that I um, okay, uh, 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 and I was on stage for it. You can. Well, I'm asking for guidance, John. Yeah, guidance. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, you were right, on stage. Was, you were part of this moment. There was one time when I was in classes. It was like our student shows at I/O in Chicago, uh, and this is the time that I felt the most like I, this is my maybe one of my biggest like dick moves on stage that I did to somebody else but they kind of had it coming. So there's this guy, and it was, um, <laughs> I forget his name. Um, I don't, but I'm not gonna say his name. So uh, and he, he was uh, this guy who we went through classes with, and he was like that guy in class. Um, I'm not sure if you've experienced this. There's this kind of like phenomenon where it's like, sometimes people like communally focus their energy on like one person that like, oh, this fucking guy, and mm -hmm. he was like that guy. I know that guy. Uh, and so he, all his moves were terrible. And he was nice, but he was terrible to play with. And nobody wanted to be in scenes with him. And then, uh, so we found ourselves in our student shows and our 5Bs. Um, we were doing uh, our thing. And uh, this guy's up there. And he's just like, <laughs> you know, doing this. <laughs> he's like, 
oh, well, uh, what do you, what do you think about that? I don't, uh, here we, hey, you know, and he's like doing whatever shitty movie's doing, uh, and, and he makes some kind of statement, and I know that there's a bunch of people, and I was like, uh, I was like, yes, and, uh, and like the whole crowd went nuts, and it was like, um, it was like, a, I was like shaming him in front of his community of improvisers and stuff. And he um, went and jumped off into the Chicago River nah, right after that. I don't think he got it. Uh, so. <laughs> Matt Newman, everybody. Hey, Give it up for hey. Matt. I'll take your mic. We're going to welcome up our next guest. Give it up for Catherine Michael. Hey. Brought the whole bottle. Hello. There you go. Hello. Hello. Oh, hold on. I don't want to spill the wine. Did you know you can get wine by the bottle at our bar? <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> I sure do know that. So this is... My this hand's is, wet. Oop. Yes? This is Catherine, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. Catherine, you just got back from, uh, from a nice little trip overseas. Is that right? Yeah, but if, if I just got back, you mean a year? About a year ago, right? <laughs> you just got back. Yeah. Well, it was funny. So today, actually, you posted a picture of where you were, and you tagged the location as, like, the United Kingdom, whatever. And I was just like, she knows that she has a show tonight, right? Like, I was expecting her to be here. I actually moved to London this morning, and then I forgot. I was like, oh, shit, I have a show. And then I moved back at 4 p.m. And then the time, because of the time change, it worked out. So. Oh, perfect. I actually yeah. messaged everyone. I was like, we're all good, right? Like, mostly aimed at you. Was it because of it that picture? You're like, oh, then, shit, she's in another country now. And then one of our uh, other guests coming up uh, asked me yesterday. He's like, oh, yeah, we have that thing tomorrow, right? Okay, perfect. Yeah. What is it again? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so so how, how was it over there? Who are you again? Who are you again? We have that thing. What's your name What's again? The thing? Me? What? No. He was, <laughs> that's just Matthew. Who am I? All right, I don't, I don't, um, so I, I, all right, I'm just going to glide on past that. Glide on past it. Um, past what I meant to say was that Jonathan said to someone, hey, we got all that right. thing tomorrow, and then the person was like, oh, yeah, we got that thing tomorrow, when is it? And then they said to him, wait, who are you again? Oh, okay. So that was, oh, yeah, man. that was a day. The jokes oh, are even like funnier the who's when you're, on first sorry. type, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. What year is it? Um, so London. How yeah. was London? London? London was great. I um, I went there for grad school. Oh wow! And so that was super fun. Um, I have a habit, as uh, Matt can probably attest, where I will like leave the country for a year and come back for a bit, and then leave the country for a year. Um, for those of you listening at home, Matt nodded his head. Yeah, he sure did. Come, um, come to the live shows. This is where you see all the bits. <laughs> you get better every time you come back. Oh, thank, yeah. that's very sweet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I went there for grad school. Um, it was, uh, I really liked it, but, um, I would say, I don't know, it was kind of a weird experience. So I lived the, uh, I, I posted a picture today on Instagram, my old room, cause it was like a very pretty room. Um, I had a very, uh, uh, I feel like most people that live in like London or New York or like big cities, their experience is that they, you know, have to live in some like really shitty, like tiny closet with like 30 other people and pay a million dollars or whatever. Um, And I really lucked out while, um, because I ended up living with uh, um, my landlady at the time and she and I became like very good friends and we would just watch 
uh, like rom-coms together, and I helped her set up her Tinder account. <laughs> so <laughs> she would like prorate my rent because <laughs> I like made her Tinder account and would like message people for her. <laughs> Did so she'd be like, oh, you don't have to pay this month. Like, I got, I got a date. So. That's awesome. That is, that is. Yeah. It was, she may. was great. Uh, I miss her. Uh, she was like, I made like five friends while I was there, and she was one of them. So. Is, there, yeah. is there a story about a date she went on that you have for her? Well, you know, see, she was dating this guy, Tom, the whole time, and I was like, you know, you really got to fuck off with Tom because he sucks. <laughs> Because, um, you know, it was just very clear that he was just, like, leading her on and only wanted to, like, be with her when it was convenient for him. Oof. Oh. You know, that whole bullshit. This it's like, guy. lady, you know, you're in your 50s. You're a divorcee. You should know better. <laughs> you know, know your self-worth. Like, she was very pretty. She looked like, um, why am I blanking on the actress that's very famous? No. Um, Heather's Stranger Things um, fucking... Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. She looked like Winona Ryder. <laughs> and I was like, you could, this guy, like, herds sheep. Like, he got rich, he was like a rich sheep herder. I don't know why, I thought you said herds That sheep. sounds like a email. Nigerian prince, like, like one of those, email. I'm going to get money yeah. from you kind of. Yeah. So it was like a lot of, like, long nights of, like, kind of, like, consoling her, and then she'd console me. It was just, yeah, it's very fun. We'd just, like, drink wine, and then um, they have this show called Question Time, there, which is kind, uh, kind of like sixty minutes, but better, um, <laughs> where it's like politicians, but they're like they're they're just they're not being politicians; they're like being real people and just kind of like answering questions realistically. Do you mean the um, like a show or the yeah. like the parliamentary question time? No, it's like an actual show. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. So good time over there then. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm back though. <laughs> You are confirmed I'm, for here. I mean, I'm physically here right now. You told me that there was a very weird thing that happened when you did get back. Oh, like today? Yeah, from London. <laughs> um, well, today I, um, I came back from London. No. Um, <laughs> I had taken my dog out for a walk, and I came back to my apartment today, and I live in the fan, as I'm sure some of you do, and it's like an old building. And um, so kind of to preface this about... Two weeks ago, I noticed that there was a mouse in my apartment, which fucking sucks. And it, so I'm trying, I'm like kind of still in denial about that, but I guess I'll buy traps at some point. Um, but today I was walking and I noticed that there is like this size hole in my floor. And I was like, has that been there? <laughs> or is that new? <laughs> And I think it speaks more about me that I genuinely don't know. And it's, like, in, a, like, a very prominent part of my house. It's not, like, in some weird corner. And so I was like, is it the mouse? But it's, like, a very precise <laughs> hole. And so I, I live on the first floor, and there's a basement. And so, of course, I'm like, well, it's either a mouse or it's, like, there's a guy living in my basement. And he's like, you know, there's a hole now, and he's going to, like, come through the hole and kill me or, like, put me in a cage or something. or like, I don't know. The hole sure. keeps getting bigger until he finally <laughs> yeah. comes out Has day that by hole day. always been that big? Yeah. No, that, I mean, I feel like I am um, I'm that kind of person where I'm not, um, I don't notice things. I notice, like, very strange things, but most, like, I, I don't trust my own memory. I don't trust sure. my own sense. So it's, I feel like I could be, like, shot in the face. Like, something feels weird. Like, I can't tell. I can't be sure, but something's off. And it would take me, like, two months if I lived that long to be like, oh, I got shot in the face. <laughs> I, 
that wouldn't happen. Anyways. You can, you can have one of those, um, like, plaster masks, like <laughs> that guy uh, uh, from Boardwalk Empire. I, I haven't seen that show. Uh -huh. that I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So. yeah. Somebody's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. Someone. That was great. Someone that was great. out there. No one here. The sniper. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So I hope, hope that goes well for you. The yeah, whole yeah. I'm gonna email my landlord, but I'm afraid because I haven't told him about the mouse. I'm, I just, I'm always afraid of being in trouble. No I pets. never, I have a pet. I have a dog, and he, I don't feel like he doesn't, um, he doesn't give a shit about the mouse. But the dog or your landlord? <laughs> probably both, honestly. <laughs> probably both. But um, yeah. So I was walking my dog earlier today, and I was walking him to the park. And there's this like group of little kids, and they, they ran up to my dog and like, oh, can we pet him? Can we pet him? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a friendly dog. And uh, there's like five, six kids just swarming him. And um, this one kid's probably like five years old, is kind of like petting my dog's tail, and just like with the like fucking cold ass face, looks up to looks up at me. He's like, if I ever ate a dog, I would eat this part first. <laughs> and he just like grabs my dog's tail. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I'll see you later, Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, <laughs> is there even any any meat in a dog tail? No, I, not my dog. At least he doesn't have a fat tail. Okay, but right. um, I like how that's your first thought. <laughs> now wait a second, is there even any meat there? That's logistically yeah. that's a bad place to start. Bad place yeah. to start. Yeah, I guess yeah. a good finisher. Yeah. What part of a dog would you eat first? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe like the haunches. The haunches. The heart, because they're so big. It's true. Because dogs' hearts are Matthew. so big. <laughs> yeah. They're the sweetest. I once, um, do you ever, like, I once had a conversation with some friends about, like, people, like, our friend group and, like, what best way they would be prepared as meat. Kind of like. <laughs> You've opened my world up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that. like, so-and-so, like, they'd probably be best, like, barbecued or, like, they probably need to be, like, in, like, broth or something, you know, sure. like. How do you think I would be best prepared? Ooh. You know, okay. Hmm. I would say, you know, you, you just like, I would say you just be like a good steak. Okay. I feel like you're like, you're good quality. I trust, I trust your background. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I know what I'm getting into. Some free range Newman over here. Yeah. 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 Medium yeah. rare. Grass fed. Grass fed. Yeah. Medium I feel like rare? I trust your life choices up to this point to be like, you know, I'm not going to like, you know. Yeah. 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 And that's, I, in my mind, that's a high compliment. So Thank you. you're yeah. welcome. How, how would you like to be prepared? Oh, I would want um, probably. <laughs> I like that you're actually putting thought. Into I this. am really thinking about yeah. it. I don't know. I um. I mean, I would want people. I can't decide if I would want people to like genuinely enjoy the experience, or if I would want to like spite them. <laughs> Let's you know? say you want them to enjoy it. If I want them to enjoy me, then I guess. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't it be a reflection of your personality, right? <sighs> I, I just like... I just went I just went one way. Go that well, way. Well, then that I way. feel like. Um... How did we get to this point in the podcast? Just, I'm more just, of a kebab guy. You could skewer. I don't know. How would you? Like, how how would you all see me? As, how do you think <laughs> I would be best prepared as me? Uh, I, I, um, I think like a sous vide. Ooh, okay. You know, like 
hidden layers. I was like thinking like ten. a spicy stew. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Or like yeah. a like a ceviche. Yeah, Ooh, I do like love a good cubes, ceviche. Like little cubes. Yeah. Yes, definitely cubed. Definitely yeah. Cubed. Real quick, uh, best comedy moment for you. Um, wait, 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 Jonathan would definitely be a chicken finger. Oh, mm. bless you, bless you. And that's a compliment to him. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll talk about what Matthew is later. Let's see. My my best comedy moment would probably be. Um, here, I used to do a duo act called Carol and Carol with my good friend Townsend, and um, we did a, we did one particular show. We did a lot of shows. We kind of like each time our characters were like, uh, like kind of like a old withered old ladies that were like flirting with a pool boys type, you know, like get arrested for, I don't know. Um, <laughs> You, you, you for, know, old for like ladies. poodle fighting or whatever, like that kind of like that that kind of character, um, and uh, so we had we did like a cooking show at one point. We did like a makeover show, like on stage, and then we decided to just do like one blowout one night where we kind of we came on. We had done a choreographed dance to Crazy Train. We got like a fog machine. And then it was just like a whole extravaganza. I remember at the time we had a bunch of students that we um, tried to do the like dazed and confused thing where th we just made them do a uh, shakedown for like 10 minutes <laughs> on stage. And then um, when, I guess my proudest moment would be, and Matt can attest to this, that um, we are the reason that live animals are not allowed in this theater. <laughs> Please we, very quickly tell that story. Well, we brought a, her cat to do a scene. <laughs> you with, put a cat on stage. Yeah, and then theater. she just like ran around the theater, and so that you know. And, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> we uh, uh, beforehand it was like, is this cat going to be cool? And it's like, yeah, we'll hold on to the cat. <laughs> she must have said that. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what happened. But, yeah. <laughs> She actually, she got to the theater, like, we were, like, everything, you know, it's very high stress, like, 10 minutes before the show, and she's like, I forgot the cat. <laughs> so she had to, like, run back out real quick, get, get, like, get her cat and come back. It was very... I just want to know, what was, yeah. the, what, was the, what was the idea? Like, what was, like, this is what we're going to reach for, and, like, what was the... <laughs> um, we just kind of wanted to, like, <laughs> there really was no real idea. <laughs> we just wanted to kind of, like, push the boundaries of kind of what we could get away with and just be... <laughs> Real ridiculous, and um, I think at the um, the DCM that year she had gone, and I guess some act there was like a, a um, name that was just like ten bitches on stage, and she was in the audience, and apparently these people just let ten dogs just like run onto the stage, <laughs> and that was just for five minutes. It was just like dogs running around, so we're like, we got to do something like that. Oh, that's a weird so. place. Catherine Michael, everybody, yeah. give it up. Hey, thank you. We'll all scoot down one chair. We're going to go ahead and welcome up our next guest. Everybody get up for Adam Stackhouse. <laughs> what was that a cover of? Who covered that? Kids Kids Bob. Bob. All right. That's I a key thing yeah. to do, Adam. Yep, this is, this is why we let you pick the intro music. <laughs> 100%. Adam, how are you doing? We're going to have a talk after this. Fine, thank you. Welcome, welcome to the, the show. Just going to go ahead and look up my notes here. Hey, what happens if I Google search your name? 
Um, you'll find uh, just general basic facts about me. General basic facts. Why don't you list some of those for us? Uh, you'll find. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find uh, a page on a wiki dedicated to people involved in the lives of a highly functioning autistic internet troll. Can I just say, when I first started out at the theater, um, I saw you do some show, and I was like, he's super funny. And I just randomly Googled your name, and I was like, holy shit, he's part of this, like, this underground internet culture that it, it's like so messed up. Yeah. And I was just like, ah. I was like, gosh, that's totally not Adam, and that's just so <laughs> funny. It, it, that's, yeah. I didn't ask for it, <laughs> as the internet goes. But yeah, my Google image search, or my Google search is ruined forever. Like, I can thing. Uh, basically, oh, there's no easy way to tell this, and you know that. Uh, <laughs> I told you I would ask it you all, about it. You it had your out. Parappa the I would start with Parappa the Rappa, uh, which is a PlayStation, uh, original PlayStation, uh, rhythm-based game where you play as a dog boy named Parappa, who is trying to rap the best he can, and you press the buttons to the beat. Uh, and so Sony had a video contest. This was 2007. Video contests were all the rage then. And you had to do a, a remake of a song from Parappa the Rappa and give it to Sony. The prize was a trip, fully funded everything, to PAX, Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle, back when there was only one PAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a video with my little sister, who was at that point in time about 10 years old. Our gimmick was that I did the rap with another friend my age who was male, so she had this comical deep voice coming out of uh, a little child. Uh, we baked a literal cake out of seafood as per the song. This story is just nonsense, all of it. We uh, were in the top oh, 10 for the contest, and the website that had the top 10 for the contest had some shit entries on it because very few people entered this contest. <laughs> and the rules stated they had to like do a top 10 page. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get a call from Sony a week later and the guy's like, hey, I just called to let you know you lost a contest. And I was like, why would you do that? He's like, <laughs> and the guy said, have you not seen the other finalists you won? Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, oh, great. This is, this is a very weird interaction already. <laughs> So I uh, took the trip, and it was a lovely time. Went to the conference. Uh, A year passes. (laughs) (laughs) I discover that there are thousands upon thousands of views flooding to my entry in the Parappa the Rappa Sony video contest for the Chop Chop a la mode, whatever the hell it was called, video. And they're all saying... How could you do this? Chris should have won. This was Chris's to win. How dare you? And some of them (laughs) were uglier, and the hits kept coming, and I was like, this is very weird. (laughs) So I did some research, and I dug a bit deeper. I should preface this by saying that when I took my little sister and went to make a music video, my parents were like, this won't, you know, putting a video on the internet won't result in anything (laughs) bad, will it? I was like, no, 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 it won't. I eventually find a video of a man named Christian. Um, he, this is a national contest. I find a video of a man named Christian who uh, is sitting in front of a webcam in uh, his trademark plaid shirt 
wearing a medallion that is his creation called Sonichu. It's half Sonic the Hedgehog, half Pikachu the Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, he says, leave Adam alone. Everyone leave Adam Stackhouse alone and his sister. All is forgiven. Leave Adam alone. And then he goes on to sing a uh, cover of Never Gonna Give You Up for a girl that he hasn't met yet, uh, who wasn't real. Um, I am horrified by this and start doing my research. I end up in kind of like the, the trolly deep back chat logs of the internet that up until this point in time I'd only read about. I was in there, and I got in a password and was in this thing with like the 4chan hive minds. Turns out, uh, and I would later see this video, that after I won the contest, Christian printed a picture of my sister and I, put it up in a room, and shot an airsoft gun at it in silence for a minute before clamoring into the camera and screaming my name, saying that I had cheated in the contest. Um, I think in modern times we would call that, uh, this person would be an incel. Yeah, yeah, very incel. Uh, He created a bunch of fake uh, email accounts and started rage emailing Sony with these like half capital letter words, half lowercase, like, I am a highly functioning autistic man who deserved to win the trip to PAX. And uh, rallied his fan base at the time that uh, had it out for me because to them, part of the troll was being supportive of him. Sure. Um, Oh, God. So... When I saw that video, I was like, oh, damn, where does this guy live? National contest. He lives outside of Charlottesville, um, <laughs> like in Bucksville. Uh, and my family is from Culpeper, literally 45 minutes north of Charlottesville. And at the time, I was living in Williamsburg two hours away. If this man had his act together in the time of threatening, like, what? Uh, just Google anyway. He didn't. Uh, But the tide of the narrative churned when his fan base found out that he intended to take the trip to take his female platonic friend he met at a game store out to Seattle to be very bad. Uh, Like, he confessed his sexual fantasies of what he would have done had he taken his friend on the trip. And, nope, 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 opposite of ow. And... In are that we, moment... Are, are we yeah. allowed to take a shower break? I feel like, I feel like yeah. everyone... Well, you, you get in the chat room at like 3 a.m., you're just like, no! Yeah. Um, in the belly so, of 2006. Se- se- eight. This was 2008 at this 2007 point. 2007 4chan. Anyway, to speed it up, uh, I became a hero in the community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, there's a whole, at this point in time, this is what, the, what they call the first Christian saga of Christian Weston Chandler. And he has a full wiki, the CWC wiki, where every incident, every page, every YouTube video, almost daily, is categorized, organized, and left there in this most deliberate, horrific fashion. There's like, do you remember this day in? Here's a trivia fact. I got my own damn page on there. The saga about this video is on there. It's all bananas. Um, I think at one point I was up for mayorship of the fictional Quicksville town. I didn't know that till later. That was fun. It was because Billy Mays was the mayor and then he died. It's a, <laughs> it's a whole thing. 
Um, and over time, there would come to be all these other sagas of these personified fake women that the trolls would create, and they would get him to do stuff that I can't stay on your podcast. He, 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 they just got him to do the most embarrassing things to himself and his personal property and his I, family. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking it's, about. It's, it's just like, it's a thing where no one's a winner because these people are assholes and this guy is a problem and all of them together are just the reason you don't touch parts of the internet. Adam, can you, can you talk about the con now? Yes. Uh, let's just get to the end here. Uh, fast forward a bunch. Like, I saw the thing. I hear my name every once in a while. Uh, this year I was at MAGFest, which is a, uh, a gaming festival that takes place uh, up in National Harbor. And I discovered that there was going to be a Christian Western Chandler panel at 2 in the morning, where essentially a 4chan type was going to come, tell the history of him, and just it would be funny. And I was like, I'm going to go down there and stand in the back. And when he brings me up, I'm just going to yell at him and then think that's funny. Um, and I assume there's going to be 10 people in this room, 2 a.m. at this con. Then word gets around that Christian is there and in the hotel and is going to attend the panel about... <laughs> He's got a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And at this point, well, it's all very... I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. So... Ooh. Yeah. So... Where is Adam? Stackhouse? Where is the God? Where is Adam? Christian, he's now Christian is now Christine, and Christine has been through so many intense trolling experiences that there's really I did not expect her to target me in any like substantial way, but still I was like, oh, it's two a.m. I'm upstairs, like I'm four floors above this. I'm gonna go see this. So I go down this panel. And it is standing room only. They had to close the door. There's about 450 people in this room at 2 in the morning. And the guy starts giving his presentation. And I walk in the back. And in the back corner on the aisle is Christine. And I stand behind her. And I watch it. And I see uh, the PowerPoint slide with me come up on it. And I yell from the back of the room. Uh, he says, oh, and Adam had to win that contest. And the whole audience boos. And I yell from the back of the room, that's bullshit. I won that contest fair and square. <laughs> and, like, all the trolls in the back of the room churn around and are just like, what? And some of them are so high and so fucked up that they're all just like, is it? Uh? One guy asked me for identification, and I showed him. And then he said, hi, I'm Chris's biggest troll. And I was like, and he was sitting next to him, like, almost like a handler, and the culture of it was just so bizarre. So the guy continues, and basically, I then introduce myself to Christine, say, hey, remember me? He was like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, hey, I forgive you. It's been a decade. Great. Uh, and then Christine started feeling emboldened to heckle the presenter. And then everyone realized she was there, and then Christine took over the panel and just went up front, and it became this completely flip on its head thing where Christine was the superstar because all these people who are now 20-somethings, when they were teenagers, she was a legendary internet figure, even though she was a subject of ridicule, who is now, ironically or not, the subject of their devotion and fandom. And she took over the panel, and we got together and did a photo, and she said I was forgiven, and I went to bed. This all feels very, like, biblical. <laughs> yeah, troll shit is. I was just thinking about this real quick. Like, you might be, you might be part of an analyzation years from now 
uh, in like a college classroom because I just the troll culture of 4chan is so messed up. I think it's going to be one of those things that years from now somebody's going to be like analyzing it, overanalyzing it, and in a way where it is like I mean it is just crazy uh, the depravity yeah. of some of those people. You're, you're going to be in a textbook. Yeah, the worst textbook. The worst textbook ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and count that as your best comedy moment. Oh, well. yeah, that's yes, that's enough. That's my best comedy moment. That was You're enough laughs. Like uh, that guy in Pompeii, that's just like the skeleton that's like holding his dog. Yeah. <laughs> You're oh, just yeah. like, this is all I had. <laughs> I'm dead now. Yeah. Oh. Adam Stackhouse, everybody. <laughs> wow. I'll take that. Wow. All right, we're going to see everybody now. We're going to bring up our next guest. Please keep it going for Kirsten Hoffman, everybody. I guess we're doing all kids, Bob. This is great. Give them some exposure. (laughs) So I have to follow that now? I think you can do it. Okay. Yeah, I've never been trolled. That's okay. That was mostly Adam talking, so... Mm-hmm. That was all me talking. <laughs> that was great. That was so fascinating, though. I'm so glad yeah. that we got that. Because, I, I, like I said, I saw that video, and I was just like, I knew there had to be a backlog of information. Yeah. Like four people in the audience looked at that video while you were talking. I don't know if you saw it. Cool. So, me now? Yeah. We're going to talk about me now? <laughs> yeah? No? Okay. I can... Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, so you're Canadian. That is one thing about me, yeah. There's nothing about you. Well, the thing that you want to talk about was uh, <laughs> dogs. I have two dogs, yes. Have That's the, another thing about me. Dogs. Thank you. you um, and then you are part of one of the best things in the Richmond comedy scene, Hearst Girls. Yes, I am. Which, <laughs> which is way cooler than any troll story wherever Adam went. I don't think the two things are really comparable. Sure. You know, to be honest, uh, very different subjects, but yeah. So I I will say, though, I mean, Hearst Girls has gotten like a great following. So talking about the crazy following of this individual that Adam was just talking about, Hearst Girls has has developed its own really special niche. In a sense, I guess it is a little. Similar, kind of. We have a troll-like following. Is that what no, you're no, saying? no. You just have y'all have a a a cool niche following that's mm. that's awesome. You mm. occupy your own special uh, space in the theater. Yeah, I don't think I've had an experience of someone like posting videos about it or anything like that. Oh, just Again, wait, just wait. Oh, well, worry. I mean, then I'll know I made it. You know. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't, I don't, honestly, it's like interesting question to be asked, I guess. I don't know if that was a question, is just tell us about your following. That seems kind of a odd thing for me to talk about. There is something going on with your guys' like show Mm -hmm. performance where it's not just like, oh, that's a thing that happens. Like, that's a thing that people try to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I think from from within, it was something that was started with uh, my friend Shamanique reaching out to um, Amber and Casey and myself, and the three of us didn't know each other at that point. And it was just someone saying, like, hey, I think you three would be really fun together. I would like to coach you and create a new, like, female group. And it just kind of spiraled out from there, and it was always was something where we just were like, yeah, let's see what's fun and interesting. And then it's like, this is super fun, and we have a lot of fun with it together. And then um, we started doing shows, and then we got a monthly show. And then here I am now. So it wasn't anything that like I necessarily saw it getting to this point. It was just like 
happened and it just kept happening and we kept getting, you know, the ability to put on a show. And there's, they haven't kicked us off yet. So <laughs> um, it wasn't something that necessarily was like planned to like be a thing. Sure. It just was something that we had a lot of fun doing. And we have, a, honestly, um, it's always wonderful to hear from people after the show how much they appreciated the performance. And I, my favorite part personally is just watching the stand ups at the beginning of it. Uh, but at the same time, it was we don't really play for the audience. We play for each other. So, again, it's an interesting question for me because I'm like, uh, I don't really notice. Like, I honestly, that's not the point for me. Sure. Um, it's like I get to play with two of my best friends once a month. Like, what more could I ask for out of that show? So it's great that other people like it. That's awesome. Absolutely. I think, uh, I know for Matthew and I, it was definitely when we first started here, like one of the most influential shows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> oh, uh, Newman started pointing the mic over towards me. Yeah, no, it, uh, yeah, no. I, I honestly mean it. Like, Hearst Girl is, uh, was one of the shows when I first started doing stuff at the theater around this time last year that, like, really inspired me to be oh, like, I think it's just cool. And it, it inspired me in the sense of just, uh, it was one of the first things that made me say, like, I want to produce my own show. Granted, I haven't done that yet, Ooh. but one day I will. So a fun, um, like a little secret about the Hearst Girls is we actually do um, our own warm-up before the show that happened, I don't know how, it just happened over time, where we actually embody trolls. But I mean like a... Like a like wait, wait, <laughs> like, can, can you repeat that? <laughs> yeah, it's like our own special warm-up where we just like hunker down in a little circle and we go... We just, like, talk like troll people, but, like, not an internet troll, like, just, like, some sort of, like, creature that, like, lives under, like, like a dead raccoon or something. <laughs> um, and we just, like, we... <laughs> so are they, are they very small in your mind? Y yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we, have, we also, like, we crouch down and our hands go up. Um, and we just, like, repeat a few, like, mantras that help us improvise. Like, I already know you, and I know a lot about you, and I feel a lot about you. And, like, I'm not kidding. We say those exact things every single time. Um, so, yeah, there, there you go. That's one of my favorite things about you that I know is that your favorite kind of character to play is, like, a really gross dude. Oh, mm-hmm, yes. 100% one of my favorites. Yeah, you know, I actually started improvising when I went to an all-girls uh, high school, and none of the girls wanted to play male characters, and we were always improvising or writing our own stuff, and I thought that that was ridiculous, um, because why not try to, like, be something different than who you are if you're going to be performing? Um, so I just started, like, finding that I really enjoy just being really disgusting, weird people. I've also been told I'm very good at repressed anger, so... <laughs> so your dogs yeah I've got two dogs they're Tibetan terriers and they're, the, they're angels I, can, I, can I ask a mm -hmm. uh, question yes of uh, <laughs> uh, Kirsten and Catherine specifically oh um, do you when you're on stage and you're uh, improvising do you uh, Katie Holcomb has talked about this sometimes um, do you feel like physically you look different than you actually do when you're like really in it when you're like in character you're like oh I look totally different than I normally look like mm. yes <laughs> but it's also like I black out when I perform like I don't really know what I'm doing in the moment yeah I um when I try to do my like kind of go-to like male character I feel like in my mind I'm like a very buff yes Hawaiian 
Um, <laughs> and that's just kind of like what drives me in, in my <laughs> Just like a little fun secret I have with myself. Um, but then I feel like, it's, honestly, it's more of like a crutch um, when I... I mean, I, I, no, I, I'm not saying that's a crutch. I'm saying that when I play, when I'm like, okay, I'm going to be like intentionally like a female character... I do the kind of like weird, like, uh, do I have cats, like cat skeletons in my house? You, you don't know. Um, and I, I identify with, I don't know. I feel, uh, I don't know. I had a bottle of wine. <laughs> do, do you play with any weird things in your pocket when you either do a male or female role? Play with things in my pocket? Like, like I'm a Hawaiian kind of thing. Oh, um, I guess I feel like sometimes my characters are just, like, very well-endowed, man. Like, and, like, that's, like, a big thing that they, like, really feel comfortable. Like, they, like, really feel like that's the only thing that's important in their lives. Or the opposite. <laughs> No, no, but uh, just like this, like um, I think it's fun to play with, like the um, how to phrase this, like how like some people with deep insecurities, or sometimes like myself, even in the past with deep insecurities, you try to overcompensate. I find that dichotomy really interesting to play with, like characters that think they're high status, but it comes from this very fearful place. Um, I find that interesting to, I don't know, I just find that like a, an interesting darkness uh, that I like to play with. Absolutely. So you're dogs. <laughs> um, I don't want, I don't want mm-hmm. to go without talking because I know that they're very important to you. I mm-hmm. feel like anyone who knows the breed of their dog and has two of them, like they really care about their dogs. Well, I mean, this is two out of five Tibetan terriers that my family has had over the years. So yes, the breed is important to us. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys could meet them, you would get it. They're really cute. <laughs> Do you have any kind of uh, like story about like how you got them or like something mm. that happened while having them? My parents divorced and they couldn't take care of the dogs anymore. Ooh. Yeah, that's very serious. I mean, no, it, was, it wasn't the... <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. It wasn't the best situation, sure. um, but it ended up being a great situation for me. Um, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my parents weren't meant to be together. It was wonderful, and I got two dogs out of it, so... (laughs) Everyone's happy, right? Yeah. Even the dogs. No, I mean, I really don't think that two people who aren't in a loving relationship together should try to keep making that work. If it's better together, like, separate, then they should be separate. And if you can't take care of animals, you should give them to people who can take care of them and love them and exercise them and feed them and all that good stuff, so... Absolutely. That's that's one reason why I would never have dogs. I just can't... Give it the effort and time that it needs. Mm. You need to mm. walk and all that stuff. Yeah, you shouldn't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. I mean, you you said it. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's like? What's one of your like best moments in comedy? Hmm. Um, you knew this was coming. Yes, I did think about that it was coming, but I didn't have an answer yet. Uh, I think recently one of the most amazing things that I got to be a part of was the radio drama, which uh, was Zane and Adam and Catherine were all in it. Zane and Adam um, directing Zane creation of Zane. Um, That was really fun because I do enjoy... um, that era a lot. Like I grew up watching old movies. I also um, am like really obsessed with Peter Sellers, who was not necessarily of that era, but he also did like radio comedies. And I'm 
if I could just be Peter Sellers but not be as big of a dick that he was, I would be really happy. So um, it was like a fun moment for me to feel like, oh, I get to like kind of be like Peter Sellers, um, <laughs> um, who's an also a really interesting figure for me because he has that dichotomy of like someone who was appears so happy and was so. Um, goofy and silly and slapstick in his comedy, but then had, like, deep insecurities and deep troubling um, family life and, and how he treated people. So I find that kind of stuff definitely. fascinating. I definitely, once we have everyone on stage, and we do, like, the last bit, I want to talk about the radio show and some of the other shows that you guys have all put on. Because um, mm-hmm. I think the radio show is one of the best shows that we have seen at this theater, mm-hmm. 100%, so definitely. Um, but we'll go, ahead, we'll go ahead and get more into that later. Give it up for Kirsten Hoffman, everybody. <laughs> I'll take that from you. We're going to go ahead and bring on our final guest, complete the panel. You've already heard about it. Get up for Zane. I have no idea how to pronounce your last name. Hi. Great song choice. This is nice. How do you pronounce your last name? Adix. Adix. It looks like it won't. It doesn't look like that. It looks like, I think it's Atticus. It's it's German. I don't know why I always put an L in it, and I'm always like addicted or something like that. Yeah, I have I have gotten um, I've gotten a Dickles more than once, and it doesn't have an L in it. So. I don't know why I can't get over not having an L in it. I just accept whatever anybody says. I appreciate any <laughs> attempt. <laughs> any attempt to just bring it up. Yeah. All right. So he, here's what I have uh, for you written down. Home Reno. <laughs> Home Reno? Reno. Reno? Reno. I don't know. I, I, I work on my house. <laughs> I'm, Home I'm a handy renovation. guy. Renovation. I got a lot of tools. And I fixed stuff. I built a fucking wall in the green room. Yeah, that was actually really sure impressive. Did. I built a wall. Oh, this stage? My wife and I put this stage down. Is that true? Yeah. The flooring. The not, flo- the, the, not the whole structure. I could have. The stage itself. So- if, if you asked built, me, the stage itself was built by a guy named Tom Homan. Yeah, he did a really good job. It's a nice stage. <laughs> I do. I really do. I've been to a lot of theaters, like five, and I think this is this is the classiest one. <laughs> so, how did you get into like, I guess, woodworking is the term. Uh, I like wood. I don't know. I just uh, I, I I consider myself a tinkerer, <laughs> and that's that's just a common thing to tinker with. Wood, wood, it is. It's just, I don't know. No, no. I'm so just... I no. I bought a home. I bought a home at one point in, in Williamsburg, Virginia. Oh yeah. Fucking. Most of us have lived there. Uh, <laughs> Zane's home? No, Williamsburg. Not the good Williamsburg. Uh, and I'd, I lived there with, uh, by myself. It was really big. And I was dating a girl who was going to college there. I didn't, I didn't see her a lot. Spent a lot of time by myself. And I just took down some walls and I built some other walls. And, and now I, I do that a lot. I just did my bathroom. Um, it looks nice. Yeah? I don't have any pictures, but it looks nice. That's okay, it's an audio show. Yeah. So, uh, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, warm-up story? 
My warm ups, right? Uh, oh. Squat bot. Oh. Oh, no, not squat no, bot. My poop story? Yeah, I do got some good poops. I got a lot of good poop stories. Everybody wants to hear about some poop. Okay. I got a I did just last night I shared this story. It's my favorite poop story. It's one of my favorite things about myself. <laughs> I, I, so for a second I dated this girl. We'll call her Sam because her name is Sam. <laughs> she uh well, Samantha. Um, she, <laughs> she, I, we, it didn't work out. But at one, uh, but while we were dating, she, she was like, "You want to go to Massanutten to, with me?" And uh, which is a, it's a skiing village. <laughs> um, and I said, "Sure." And then we broke up. <laughs> and then months down the road, she was like, "You still want to go?" With me and my friends, I said, sure, I'm not really doing anything else. So I went out there. Um, and uh, it was, you know, we're like, we're all young 20-somethings. We don't know how to shop for groceries. And so, so everybody just bought, like, Twinkies and shit. <laughs> so that's, an, just, that's important. I ate a lot of Twinkies and other hostess treats. And... I had, to take a, I had to take a shower at the end of the day. A long day. Hitting the slopes. You, you, and I hadn't, I hadn't really explored the space yet. And I walked into the shower. It's a, I mean, the, the bathroom. It's a nice big bathroom. And it's like wall-to-wall mirrors. And uh, I took off all my clothes. And I was just looking at myself. I was like, this, it's just a, an opportunity you don't get very often to see yourself from that many angles. And, and I, was, I just started flexing. And, and then I, I felt a fart coming on. And I decided, I mean, I, I always, I'm a, a firm believer that if you got a fart, you just make it as loud as possible. <laughs> Uh, and I, I push real hard <laughs> and I fucking sprayed the floor. <laughs> I, I just like, uh, I, 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 you know, like I was even standing there looking in the mirror and my legs, they're like a solid three feet apart. And I just watched all of it come out onto the floor and so that's I, how you got into woodworking. You had yeah. to replace the floor. Yeah, I had to fucking replace the whole thing. Uh, no, actually, what I did was, like, I turned on the shower, and then I started just hand-moving hand sh- water out of the shower onto the floor. And, I, like, there, you know, there's no paper towel. I just, like, grabbed a few rolls of toilet paper, and I kind of <laughs> mopped it up. It was an emergency. Um, I am so glad I asked. Yeah. I've left the room and I told her about it. Is that how that ends? Yeah, I guess that's the end of it. Did you have a good time skiing? I did. That was actually that. um, I, you know, I, I went out there to snowboard. I don't fucking ski. 
I went out there and uh, I learned that she didn't know how to snowboard. And then I just kind of snowboarded by myself. <laughs> and I, I learned she, I wasn't the, the best in like romantic or most life situations at that point. And I just kind of left her. We all, yo, we're <laughs> on the mountain? Yo, I mean, she had other friends, but I yo, think she was... together, I thought. Yeah, but, but clearly there was an expectation. They, like, I, at least from the, the energy I had gotten from her, like, as soon as... Like, Wait, but there was an expectation on your behalf or hers? Because you were the ex that just pooped yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from, uh, on her behalf, she... Like, I felt... You felt like she still wanted you after you had tagged along this trip and pooped yourself. <laughs> I find a particular kind of woman. I don't like, I'm like, I'm very specific. I'm very thorough in how I vet women. Uh, I, I would just like to say that um, I think this is a testament to our, uh, our former house team, Da Vinci, and that that was actually a form of a warm-up was we all just went around a circle telling embarrassing poop stories. As a warm-up, and that was... Yeah. Only true And some story. of them were, like, what first-time exclusive content, and, uh, mm. yeah. yeah. Well, would, would you... Cons- Did you have something? Uh, uh, I can. Oh, so... <laughs> uh, there is something... Um, so David Sedaris, who is a... Uh, Essayist, I guess? A writer. Uh, a comedic essayist. You're like a nice um, guy. So, uh, Bo Cribs, a friend of his, went up to David Sedaris and was like, oh my God, I love you. I'm trying to write my own stories, but I don't know where to start. And he said, in your adult life, have you ever shit yourself? Uh, and she was like, yes. He's like, Those are, there's never a bad... I was an adult and I shit myself story. They're always, they're all good. Well, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Just recording it. I should so. be writing books. I got so many poop stories. It's a great place to start. It's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that your best comedic moment or do you have something that can... I mean, it could be. Like for myself, I was, I was laughing a lot. <laughs> Do you have another you like to share, or you want to just call that what it, what it is? Uh, one time, <laughs> when, I, when I was, like, this might be my earliest one. I was just hanging out with some friends, and one of my friends, like, walked, like, you know, we were riding bikes around in their backyard. I was probably, like, 11. Maybe, maybe a little bit younger, probably younger. And this doesn't make it better. But one of them disappeared and went behind the shed for a little while. And they came back, and they were like, I fucking took a shit. Uh, and I, like, me, I was just like, I want to see it. <laughs> and I walked behind the shed, and I stepped on a screw sticking out of a board. <laughs> and I just kind of, like, fell over. And I just, I've, I have a very vivid memory of just crying, looking at poop. <laughs> and thinking, like, this is, a, this is... I, now, now it's probably like that's a. There's some kind of symbolism in that. It, <laughs> it's just like it became a source of comfort for you. Uh, what? It, it became a source of comfort for you in like trying times. Just like. I mean, since moments. I since I misinterpreted the symbol, probably yeah. Was, poop is comforting to me now. <laughs> hmm. I would glean that from everything that you've said so far. Mm. Well, great. Mm. So uh, we'll go ahead and just do one round with the whole panel. 
Um, any particular stories together that kind of come to mind from any of you? Maybe that one that might embarrass the other mm. participants. I mean, whatever. It's the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, could we just say nice things? Sure, say nice, whatever. Say something about the other people sitting here. Um... Oh, there was... Like, how, no, long no, they, how long have no. you guys known each other? I, yeah, we're on the spot. Several, uh, there was, years. you know, uh, Matt Newman. Oh, God. Uh, there, there was a time, like, when, when we first started the theater, um, there was, you know, I, of course I looked up to old Maddie Newman because he's the, he's the theater dad. <laughs> theater dad, <laughs> yes. And I, I, I don't know if you remember one time that I, I went out to get beer and I mean, I, I walked. I came back here with with a case of beer, and I walked through this area of the theater, which clearly was a bad thing to do at the time, with with outside oh, yeah. beverage. Yeah. Yeah, like and that, uh, there was like green room beer. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because we we couldn't we couldn't have it here, so small slip up. But I walked past you. In front of the stage, on the way to the green room, and there were like people in the audience. People had already paid and taken their seats. Yeah, and you and and it was very clear when I got to the green room that you immediately turned around and followed me, <laughs> and you fucking you like came in like I was trying to shut the door, and you pushed it open behind me, and then you closed the door and you got in my face, <laughs> and you were like, "Don't ever do that again." And I was just fucking scared of you for like three years. <laughs> just go in the back door. I was also, I was, yeah. I was also very... Uh, <laughs> I was, to be honest, probably too nervous about breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a good boy. No, it's, it's the right... I mean, it was for everybody's benefit. If it makes you feel any better, he's still cracking down on people about things like that. Yeah, he's an asshole. You remember, no. you remember that? I don't, I don't mean yeah, to be you, tough, Dad, but you two can't bring... weeks ago, yeah, it's like, we can't, you know, <laughs> just don't, if you're going to buy something, here's, here's a hot tip. <laughs> if you're going to buy beer outside and then bring it in, make sure it's something that they sell the place that you're going. Hot tip. Or, from- hot tip. Um, from 2012, Catherine, the tall cans of Arizona iced tea fit a whole bottle of wine. So. <laughs> 2012. 2012. Anybody else have anything they want to share? Mm-hmm. Other fun comedy mo- moments? Fun uh, show moments? I do want to say, um, uh, there's, uh, for Hearst Girls, too, I mean, I know there was a lot of uh, said about that, but I think that the, there's like an energy behind that show. One of the things that I know we've talked about, uh, and I'm gesturing vaguely uh, to Holcomb in the booth. Um, Holcomb in the booth. The next, the next big thing that's going to happen, I think, is going to be somebody breaking away and starting like their own new thing. 
And there's a couple things that I think have that energy, and I think Hearst Girls is one of them. Uh, I think uh, uh, Trash Bang is another thing that's like really like, ooh, yeah, that could, uh, like the kind of thing where it's like, fuck you guys, you don't have the room for us anymore. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Uh, and that's going to be the next big thing. Like I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to somebody being like, fuck you guys, we're going to do it ourselves. We, uh, as a representative from Trash Bang and Hearst Girls are on stage, we, there are already plans to form our own theater uh, next nice. door. <laughs> Just open it, open it near this theater so we can have a theater district. Like we're a actually, we're, we got the place upstairs and we're just going to vacuum every Friday <laughs> and Saturday night from 8 to 10. Well, okay, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll end on this thing. Um, Y'all have done Proud a dad. lot of really great shows. Radio uh, Hour was mentioned. Um, any, any other ones that come to mind, maybe about somebody else, we can talk about how great that show was? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Law & Order. Stack <laughs> Law & Order is definitely one of the best shows I've seen. Um, I had a perfect attendance record for that show, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. That show started as a joke to fill the schedule. Uh, hey, Katie. <laughs> and it turned into a thing. And it is dumb, dumb fun. Uh, thanks to people who enjoy it. My God, it's a weird, it's a weird yeah, show. Yeah. It's a weird, weird show. Just to clarify, Law & Order is a show where Adam will come on stage, put an episode of a crime drama on, mute it, and do all the words, voices, and sounds. And, and I do them as a 4chan troll. Uh, <laughs> it is therapy for myself. <laughs> I um, really enjoyed being a part of Till Death Do Us Part. Um, that was a really fun run. I'm glad that we got to do like two seasons, if you will, of it. Um, that one was a lot of fun because I remember we all getting, all of us getting together at Cezanne and being like, we just want to do a show with only women. Um, let's do something cool. And then it became this, you know, dating reality show. And then I felt like I had to, for research, watch every single season of Rock of Love um, to prepare for it. Um, and I did. I do think that really helped. Um, I did watch one season of, I think it was The Bachelorette, because there was one woman. Um, that was fine. But Rock of Love was like my main inspiration point for that show. I've got one that we shared. Two mics. Mm. The, <laughs> I really was honored to be the referee during the Flow Wrestling Show. Yeah, yes. Flow was great. great like, show. Laura, if you're not listening, yeah. the cruising uh, in memory. Cru yes, <laughs> the but you came on second. Yes. And our first contestant, uh, the quick thing is this was a Royal Rumble with 40 women coming onto stage to perform on this stage simultaneously. And my job was to eject anyone who stepped off it. And our first contestant, unfortunately, got too excited and stepped off, which was very funny. And I panicked. And you panicked and came on second. Yes. And then for the next 40 minutes, you stood in that corner. <laughs> And I would just check every once in a while, and you were adding to scenes while not moving. Because I had a plan. I was there to win. Yeah. So I was just going to, like, bide my time, as I do in life, and just, like, stand in the corner and wait till my move, and then fucking destroy everyone. You stayed there for so long. How far did you make it? I was, like, third. Which I, I tr Like, I lost my balance. And considering you were on there the whole time. Yeah. I know. Anyways. Yeah, it's a metaphor for my life. 
Um, if I if I may add, um, I would say that my my time on um, Da Vinci, what was once one of the house teams here at the theater, was really um, kind of like my main. Uh, it was almost like my home at the theater, and it's it's still to this day a group of people that I I feel very comfortable with, and I I truly. Um, <laughs> And Zane is included in this. Uh, Zane is was. <laughs> I might cry. I've also. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's. Uh, it was definitely a place where um, it felt like we all just had fun with each other. It wasn't ever a burden to to do a show together. It was like a privilege, and I was always excited. Excited for practices. It never felt like, uh, oh, I have to, I have to be here tonight. I'm like, oh, I get to, I get to go like hang out with the Da Vinci, and uh, you know, we would hang out in our off time. We would go get dinner, and I, I miss dinner, and I'm still waiting to have a potluck together. So, fucking get it together. Schedule that shit. Yeah, we're all busy adults. Yeah. Also, there was this one uh, practice run where we did where Zane had like a really big dick, and uh, <laughs> and I think in like in it I like vacuumed it up once, and then I fell out a window, and then he had to like throw his dick out, and I had to like, just one time. Just one time. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. That's all really nice. Yeah. I feel the same things. <laughs> I can't add anything else as eloquently. Matthew, do you have a uh, anything you want to talk about anymore? Me? Wrap it up, last licks. Oh, me. Uh, I, I mean, if, if if we need to fill time, I just I'm curious. Do y'all, <laughs> do y'all? We are we are pushing over. Oh well, then I would just like to say thank you all. <laughs> thank you all so much. Give it up for our cast. Thank you all so much for doing this show and all the other shows you do. Very much appreciate it. Uh, this has been Coalition Live. Thank you all so much for coming out. I hope you have a great night. Bam, 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 bam. Hey.